0: Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Rob Fowler, CEO of Volta Trucks, about the new cab design for the company's Volta Zero electric truck. Let's take a listen now. Uh, So could you start by talking about how um, you guys maybe designed the operator cab for the new Volta Zero electric truck? And if there were any specific industry challenges you guys were trying to provide a solution for or things you were looking to change and update with a cab compared to traditional
1: truck cabs. Yeah, I think the really interesting bit for me was that we because we weren't starting with a legacy supply chain or because we weren't taking an existing diesel product and trying to make it into an electric product it gave us the freedom to to redesign the product completely from scratch so we didn't have those sort of existing supply chain challenges that meant that we had to build our vehicle in a certain way. So it gave us a really good head start. But I think the business kind of recognised um, a couple of key bits that are affecting the industry as we see it in Europe. I think the first is we're building an urban distribution vehicle where safety is most critical. So, uh, for example, in London, the, the Mayor's Transport Strategy has a objective to reduce the number of deaths and serious injuries on the roads, which I think everybody collectively can agree is a good thing. But I think what we're seeing in the data is that there's far too many accidents and fatalities involving heavy goods vehicles in fact it's disproportionately high so they drive a relatively low percentage of miles inside London but actually then have a, a basic a very high percentage number of fatalities involve heavy goods vehicles and cyclists or pedestrians so the first thing for us was actually well how do we design a cab that eliminates blind spots that makes a vehicle safer but incorporates hardware and software but kind of ultimately tries to build the safest commercial vehicle that we possibly can do. And I think what's really interesting is if you look at the way that diesel trucks are constructed, they haven't really changed since trucks were first created. You put the diesel engine at the front, you put the driver up high, you get blind spots around the vehicle. And by putting the driver in the centre at a much lower eye level, so the driver's eye level is about 1.8 metres, you get much better visibility and reduced blind spots all the way around the vehicle. So I think that was the first piece for us. I think the second piece is that you know, we're seeing a, a significant shortage in Europe of, of HGV drivers and people leaving the industry and we started to think about well how do we change that experience for them inside the vehicle so even just doing multi-drop delivery climbing up and down those steps 30 to 40 times a day you're seeing lots of ankles and knees and hip type injuries so we thought very much about the whole driver experience. We wanted to make, drive, to make it like driving a sort of high-end premium car where people could just step into it a little bit like a bus. It's very ergonomically designed. It's got a very good quality of finish internally. And really design a, a truck with more of a driver in mind, really, which I think we've, we've managed to achieve. And what's been really interesting is that reaction from people who have driven our vehicle and reaction from people who have seen our vehicle has, both, has all been really positive. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: great. So, what are maybe some of the different or unique features of the cab design compared to
1: other vehicles okay so so first of all we've we've dropped the driver's eye height down and at one point eight meters, being at the same height as a pedestrian or a cyclist, you form a very positive relationship, so there's a lot of accidents where vehicles are turning and they're near side closest to a curb, whichever way they're going actually ends up uh, coming into contact with people so We've managed to change that so we get a very positive relationship between the driver and the cyclist or the pedestrian who can actually look at each other and acknowledge each other's presence. So I think that's the first really interesting piece. We put the driver in the center so that we've stopped the driver from having to climb into incoming rows of traffic so the driver can get out both sides of the vehicles. The doors are now sliding doors rather than doors that open outwards so you don't hit pedestrians or motorcyclists or cyclists coming along. But I think the kind of 220 degree field of vision, the sort of much lower seating height, the extra visibility around the front and the side, and actually just back of the driver's shoulders, all contributes a very, very different in-cab experience for the driver.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, and are there any um, changes or new types of like operator interface uh, components that are in there compared to a traditional truck, or is it pretty similar?
1: No, so we we've gone away completely from the old days of getting in and finding 50, 50 buttons, but only twenty two of them do something. Yeah, you know, we we've digitised the whole cab environment and structure. I would think that talks to a, a new newer generation of drivers who are more more tech friendly, more tech enabled. Um, so we've got kind of options around routing and mapping solutions as well as the more traditional controls and the traditional speed, speed and uh, sort of rev, rev, well not rev cam, but the old traditional more dial structure. So we haven't got any dials at all. It's all all tablet based. Uh, the cameras are tablet based as well or camera based. So we try to create a very, very different experience. And I think what's been interesting is that... Um, a lot of people are commenting around how actually they find it good that we're looking after their employees differently, right? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to treat their employees differently. And I think what I would what I would see in industry is that generally speaking, if the drivers feel like they're driving a better quality or a newer vehicle or a nicer vehicle, they tend to look after them better as well rather than getting into something which is a bit old and dirty. So mm-hmm. we've had a really good reaction from from a lot of customers around how that driver experience changes. And what we know is that when you go out to test these vehicles, it's the driver's feedback which is being handed back to the fleet buyers as well. It's the driver who's saying, I either like it or I don't like it. So it's really important that we get that experience right for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, are there any other um, maybe new technologies such as safety systems or anything that were also included in this? Because I you know you mentioned before, safety is a big factor. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, what we've tried to do is to take as many as many ADAS systems that you would normally associate with your your car, right? And there's been a bit of a, a catch-up problem, I think, happening in the in the heavy goods vehicle industry mm-hmm. in general, where the the safety technology hasn't progressed at the rate of the passenger car has. So, for us, it's been a great exercise in looking at the the ADAS systems available in the marketplace, what we can bring together. And really, we fitted out a, a whole range of systems within that vehicle. But ultimately, it's not just about that safety piece. It's about trying to improve the kind of drivers, support the drivers. You know, for anyone who's driven a truck through a busy city centre with lots of cyclists and pedestrians around, it's, it's a very stressful environment, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So we tried to look at how we can use that technology to support the driver as well, to give them... The, feedback that they need to make sure that they're aware of what's happening around them. So I wouldn't say there's one piece, but I think what we've done is collectively pulled together a number of systems to make to make that environment as safe as we possibly can do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about the design of the electric truck made it possible to kind of redesign or reimagine the operator cab itself?
1: I think the, the key bit for me is, of course, what we're seeing from a lot of companies coming to market is what looks like a diesel truck it just happens to be an electric truck right so we're not we're not in the space at the moment where we're buying 50 60 thousand cabs a year or, or sort of 50 60 thousand parts for a cab a year so we didn't have that kind of supply chain we had to break in effect we just started with a blank piece of paper and then what we realized is that we could configure batteries in and around as we needed to which was great and we could just it completely change that front end because everything else gets taken and hidden within the underneath the load space in the back of a vehicle we can protect it with the chassis rails and that reconfigures the front so what is quite interesting that when we are seeing electric vehicles come forward in this kind of weight category from I suppose what you may call competitors of ours it still looks and feels like a diesel truck and it's been a great exercise for us in kind of just Well, thinking about how would you build a truck if you didn't have any constraints in the first place, we haven't got any constraints to start with. So we built, as we saw and as our designers and engineering team saw, the most efficient, safest, best way for a driver to drive that vehicle.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So how, if at all, does the design of this cab fit in with any of the trends you guys are seeing? regarding um, cab designs in general or overall vehicle designs for electric trucks or traditional trucks? I,
1: th- I think it was quite interesting. We are we are starting to see some people kind of playing with the low uh, lower floor idea. Um, I wouldn't say that it's got a massive traction from existing manufacturers at this point. It's relatively uh, early stage in its thought processes. I think for us, though, it's also reflective of the way that particularly things like the e-commerce boom are going, where actually multi-drop is becoming more frequent. Mm. Um, So profile of traffic is changing slightly. And actually we're really kind of providing the drivers and the operators with that product, which is reflecting the way that the industry is going at this point. Right. And I think we're very clear that we're building an urban distribution vehicle. And what we're not trying to do is to take like a, our vehicle is designed for people operating in city centers where legislation is coming forward, but restricts access where, you know, people are starting to change the way that they operate. Yeah. We're not taking a truck, which is designed for doing 600, 700 miles in one run and saying, now I want to put you into the urban environment We're a prescriptive in our product class that says we're going into city centers. We're going to build a truck for that purpose. It will tend to be multi drop if it's in city center. So climbing up and down 30 times a day isn't acceptable. Even if you're going to business to business type locations, So it's been a great opportunity for us to just look at the way that the marketplace is going and look at our use case and not just try and fit a generic truck into the urban environment, but build something that fits into its surroundings. And our our co-founder uses the sort of concept of, of working within a human centric city. And it's kind of where we're going is that we want. We understand freight is a key component for cities. It's the lifeblood of cities. Everything you eat, everything you drink, everything you interact with, tends to come on a freight vehicle, right? So freight will always be part of the city's life, but freight has to work alongside the residents and visitors and employees inside city centers and people who live and move around there. What you can't have is a situation where freight vehicles are being damaging to the people who live there. So we've tried to build that kind of human centricity into the vehicle that we're building. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today about the design of the cab for the Volta Zero and some of the trends you guys are seeing.
1: No problem. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Rob for providing his insights into the design of the truck cab and how it fits in with current industry trends. Be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing
1: industry.